Good morning. It is great to see everybody this morning. It's great to be here. This morning we're going to talk about a very familiar passage, one that I know that everybody has probably heard. We're going to talk about the 23rd Psalm. One of the things that jumps out to me when I read this psalm is most of the time we just read it during bad times to give us comfort. And that's a great psalm for that, but if you really concentrate on it, it really follows our lives. It talks about good times, it talks about bad times, it talks about how Jesus is always with us. And as a matter of fact, he, he has given us names. He has compared us to things that he's very close to. He, he actually compares us to, to sheep, which uh, often may not sound like a compliment. Sheep are not really smart. But sometimes we attach names to things that we love. And oftentimes we may do it, we may actually attach what animal things remind us of. I know I had a high school football coach who's still dear to my heart. He passed away a few years ago. But he had quite a way of motivating people. And he actually gave us what animal he thought we reminded him of one day. And he talked about the running back looked like a thoroughbred. He talked about some fierce lions who were just courageous and some very strong bears. And he talked about every player just about it, but he didn't mention my name. I think he forgot about me. And then somebody said, what about Morgan? What about Stacy? He says, he looks and says, oh, Stacy, he reminds me of a donkey. <laughs> I thought, whoa, a donkey. Everybody just laughed. I think they were thinking of the other name for a donkey and said, yeah, that's him. Uh, but really, he, he starts to explain himself. He said, yeah, he, he don't really look like he knows what's even going on. He don't look very athletic. He's really quiet, but when somebody's not looking, he's going to hit them. But, so, yeah, so if you call me that, you will not be the first. But I pray you don't call me that. Hopefully you have some, a little better name for me. But, um, but this morning, I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture. And it is the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for this passage, Lord. I just pray that um, as we study it, Lord, as we uh, continue in this lesson, Lord, that we remember that you are good, perfect, divine shepherd, Lord. And we thank you for that. I, I pray this morning, Lord, that your words flow through me, Lord, that everyone here and everyone who may be listening online, Lord, they receive the message from, from you. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Again, the Lord compared his people to sheep. He could have compared them to any animal in the world that he created, but he chooses to compare them to sheep. He could have said, my people are like bears, they are strong. He could have said, my people are like lions, they, are, they have courage, they're fearless, and they're brave. He could have said, my people are like foxes, because they're so shrewd and wise. And he could have compared them to doves, because doves are peaceful and meek. But no, he chooses to compare his people to sheep. Sheep. Again, sheep are not the brightest animals on earth. In fact, they have a reputation to lacking intelligence at, at all. They're not very smart. They're defenseless. They require a shepherd to care for them. They require a shepherd to protect them. They require someone who will look after their smallest needs and who will lead them to where they need to be. See, when the Lord compared us to sheep, it may sound less than flowering, but I think he was exactly right. We need a shepherd. We need to be led. See, sheep are needy. They're so needy that they form a special bond with the shepherd. Matter of fact, the shepherd gets to know them intimately. He knows the ones who are prone to wander. He knows the weakest ones. He knows the loyal ones. He even knows them all by name. The sheep, despite their lack of intelligence, become familiar with the shepherd also. They know his voice. They know the sound, his sound. They know his smell. There's a bond between sheep and shepherd that just isn't found anywhere else in agriculture. You see, I don't want us to look at being called a sheep as a bad thing. This psalm allows us just a glimpse into the unique relationship of our perfect shepherd, our divine shepherd, and his human sheep. You see, by being one of his sheep, we have blessings. We have blessings to glean from the scripture. You see, we have a perfect, a divine sheep who encourages us, he entertains us, and he motivates us. That's how he cares for us. He encourages us, he entertains us, and he motivates us. So how does the good shepherd, the perfect divine shepherd, encourage his sheep? The first way he does it is his relationship to the sheep. You see, David indicates his relationship with his perfect shepherd in a way that's very close and personal. Notice the use in that scripture of my shepherd. He doesn't say the shepherd or his, or it, it's my shepherd, it's David's shepherd. So notice he switches from he to thy or mine. He makes it personal. You see, he does this to show the, how close the shepherd and sheep truly are. You see, the shepherd is truly intimately involved in every part of the sheep's life. Every part of the sheep's life requires a shepherd. The shepherd lived with the sheep. 
He knew the sheep by name. They were accustomed to his voice and his presence. And they were willing to follow him anywhere he went. Anywhere the shepherd goes, a sheep will follow. You see, when we look at God's children, when we look at us, that's the relationship we should have with him. You see, he is our perfect and divine shepherd. And we're going to follow something or someone. We need to be following our perfect shepherd. You see, he encourages us by his responsibility to his sheep. You see, he promises provision. He promises us provision. We're reminded that the perfect shepherd takes his sheep into places where they can feed in the best grasses. And they can rest from their travels. He gives them refreshment. He gives them peace. Besides still waters. You see, David is saying that those who belong to the Lord are well tended for. They have all their needs met by the shepherd. He also promises us his paths. The perfect shepherd always leads his sheep to the right place. He never gets lost. He knows exactly where he's going. He's going he knows exactly where the sheep need to be. So he takes the perfect path. You see, it's his path. It's his path. You see, the good shepherd leads us in the direction we need to go. The good shepherd, the perfect shepherd, takes us on the path that he has set out for us. He also promises us his presence. The presence of the good shepherd, the divine shepherd, is what we really need. Have you ever been going through a hard time? Have you ever been through a very hard time and you felt alone? You felt alone. And then you remembered that, hey, Jesus is with me. He's walking with me every step of the way. His presence is so important in our lives. Not just during hard times, but during good times too. He promises us His presence. He leads us. He feeds us. He protects us. He watches over us. That's what our perfect shepherd does for us. He gives us his presence. There's so many things that when people are hurting, I'd like to take away and I'd like to just take their hurt and their pain and throw it away. And often that's out of my power. I pray. I try to hold their hand. I try to comfort them, but I can't take away every pain. It's one of the things that bothered me. I'm a fixer. I like to fix things. If things are messed up, I like to fix them. And sometimes once I fix them, they're worse off. But, uh, but I truly am a fixer. But sometimes when people are in situations, they don't really need to be fixed. They need someone to walk with them. They need someone to hold their hand and show them that ministry of presence. You see, that's the example that our perfect divine shepherd's given us right here. We're called to walk with each other. And we know that Christ is going to be in that presence. Another way that he encourages his sheep is by protection.
A shepherd carries two things with him. Carries two things. He carries a rod and a staff. Each of these tools are very specific and they have a purpose. You see, the staff was a long pole with a crook in the, in the end. I actually brought one this morning. I forgot to bring it out here. But it's a long pole with a crook. You've seen them before. And you know what it's used for? It's used to, for a couple purposes. When the sheep wander, when the sheep wander from the shepherd, it's used to pull them back. To bring them back close to the shepherd again. Have you ever wandered and really need to feel the presence of the shepherd? And you feel something pulling you back towards him? Maybe when you're praying, it may be when you're reading scripture and you just get pulled back towards the shepherd. That's what this, this implement is for. It's also to rescue the sheep. Sometimes sheep will fall into places they don't need to be. They may fall where they can't get out of a situation. You ever done that? Have you ever been in a situation you can't help yourself? That same staff is used to pull you out of those situations. When you cannot rescue yourself, he saves us. And he pulls his sheep back to safety. That's what a staff is for. The other is a rod. And the rod was much shorter. And usually the staff, the shepherd would carry in their hand. And the rod would be attached to their waist. And when danger occurred, when danger occurred, now all of a sudden, the staff may not be the best implement. So the rod is used to protect the sheep from the animals who are trying to devour it. The rod is used for protection. In the same way, when we're going into dangerous places, sometimes the only thing that will save us is the protection of our good, perfect, divine shepherd. And he uses that rod to fend off our enemies too. You see, we enjoy a place of absolute protection because we have a perfect, divine savior. You see, our enemy may walk about as a roaring lion looking for victims to devour. But we have a shepherd that's going to protect us. Another way, another way that the uh, divine shepherd encourages us is through restoration. Through restoration. Just like a sheep is refreshed by feasting in a green pasture and drinking from still waters and lying in places of safety and peace, so are we. That's what we're searching for. We're searching for places where we can feast in everything that's good for us that we need for our well-being and we, need, we want still waters. We want that peace where we can have a drink when we need it. And we want to be able to lie down with no fear. Nothing but peace. Is that not great when you're able to lie down and rest and have that perfect peace that only comes because we have a perfect divine Savior? You see, God refreshes us. 
Our good, perfect Savior gives us refreshment when we need it. You see, the Lord came and brought life to us. He came and brought life to us. Matter of fact, He brought us life that's more abundant than we can imagine. John 10.10 promises that. That the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But we have Jesus to protect us. And He does. And He offers us that abundant life that we can't gain on our own. He gives us an abundance. The good, perfect, divine shepherd also entertains the sheep. He hosts the sheep. The sheep are like his guest. And how does he do this? He does it through his arrangement. You see, usually if you're in a battle, a soldier is faced to just gulp down a meal. They can't sit and have a meal. They've got to gulp it down. But in this scripture... It promises us that we can feast with him even when our enemies are around. You see, the Lord spreads a table for us in the middle of our enemy's territory. And all our enemy can do is watch us feast. You see, that's what the good, perfect, divine shepherd does for us. You see, he leaves us feasting on his graces. While the enemy sulks, he's unable to hinder or harm us because we're in the presence of our Lord and Savior. Another way that he entertains us is by anointing, anointing us. You see, back in this time when guests visited the home, they were often anointed with oil to show them how much they mean to their host. Jesus anoints us just to show us how much we mean to him. You see, it's also an insult during this time, not to wash the feet and anoint the head of a guest. So the Lord showed us how much he cares for his sheep, how much he loves his sheep by anointing them. He anoints us in the same way. We're worthy, not because of us, but we're worthy because of the good, perfect shepherd. You see, I don't care how the devil has told you that you're not good enough, that you can't be close to God because of things you've done. You say, I don't care that the devil may have told you that, but I'm telling you, you are precious to the Lord. You are precious to our divine, perfect Savior. In fact, he sent his son to die for you. John 3.16 tells us that he sent his only son to die for you. And if you ever want to know who Jesus sent his son for, there's a beautiful picture of it. You all have this beautiful picture, usually in your bathroom. And while you're getting ready in the morning, you can look right at it. When you look in your own eyes, that's who Jesus sent his son. That's who Jesus came and died for. That's how precious and special you are. Do you understand? Who has that picture? I know I've seen some ladies actually pulling the picture down when they're driving. You know, they got, and they're doing makeup and looking how precious. I, I'm, I don't recommend that, but you are precious. You don't, but wait till you stop. I've seen that. Who else has seen it? Whew. Yeah. I can't talk about uh, distracted drivers, though, because I am one. I scare myself sometimes, so please don't think that I'm talking about you. 
Again, the shepherd entertains his sheep by his abundance. By his abundance. He gives us more than we need. It talks about our cup running over. Man, he gives us more than we need. We need a saucer to catch the part that's leaking out of the cup. That's how much he blesses us with. That's our perfect divine shepherd. The only thing is, we've got to go to the table. We've got to put that cup down there. We've got to receive his blessings. Anybody ever need a blessing from our perfect divine shepherd? And when we get that blessing, again, it's more than we need. It's so abundant. It fills our cup and it, our cup just overflows with all the things that we need. Bring your cup to Him. The other thing the shepherd does for us is He motivates us. He motivates His sheep. He motivates His sheep. He motivates us. How does He motivate us? Through His grace. Through His grace. We're assured the goodness and mercy and constant companionship along the way. Because of his grace. Again, nothing we can do on our own. A sheep can't do hardly anything on its own. But the shepherd shows it grace. Even though a sheep may wander, when he's pulled back to the shepherd, he still gets to eat. When he's pulled back to the shepherd, he still gets to lie down in green pastures. That's grace. We can't earn that. It only comes because we serve a perfect and divine Savior. A perfect and divine Shepherd. That's the only way that we receive this grace. He also promises us His glory. You see, David concludes this psalm with a precious reminder that the Shepherd is willing to lay down His life for you. He's willing to die for you. Again, that person you see in the mirror every morning. The shepherd is willing to die for you. That's how he shares his glory with us. Man. Again, even when we don't deserve it, because we can't deserve it, he freely gives his glory. And he's willing to lay down his life for us. Matter of fact, Jesus did. Even before we were born, he laid down his life and he took our sins to the cross. He loves you. He loves you. He's walking with you. See, he's going to see us through this life that we're living. He's going to walk every step of the way with us. Is that not just a precious, precious promise that we share in his glory because of our relationship with him? And then he gives us eternal life. Do you know the shepherd? 
Do you know this shepherd that I'm talking about? This perfect divine shepherd. Do you know him? Are you following him today? If you are following this good and perfect and mighty and divine shepherd, I praise the Lord that you are. Keep following him. Keep looking at his word. Keep praying and keep following where he leads you. Do you know the shepherd? Do you know the shepherd? Do you have a relationship with him? Can you feel his presence? Can you hear the sound of his voice? Do you know this shepherd? See, if you don't know this shepherd, then today is a good time to enter in that relationship with him. To start following a perfect, divine shepherd that's going to walk every step of the way with you. He's going to walk every step of the way with you. His presence is precious. His presence is something we should feel in our lives every day. Again, if you don't know that shepherd, I invite you to meet him today. He loves you enough that he died for you. Yeah, for the person that you look at in the mirror every day. That's who he died for. Yeah, he died for the whole world collectively. He placed the sins of the world on his shoulders. But I'm telling you, if it had only been you, he would have done the same thing. He would leave the 99 to come and find you. You see, that's what a perfect divine shepherd does. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for Jesus. Lord, thank you for sending us a, a perfect divine shepherd, Lord, that, uh, that, that takes us on paths that we need to go. Lord, that provides our every need. Lord, I thank you for your protection. I thank you for your encouragement. Lord, most of all, I thank you for saving my soul. Lord, I pray that if there's anyone here, anyone listening online that does not have a relationship with you, our perfect, our divine shepherd, Lord, I pray that they come to that knowing, loving relationship this morning. Lord, we need you. We need you to lead us. Lord, let us be good followers. In Jesus' name, amen.